Hello and welcome back to Mission 2819, a podcast on discipleship. On today's episode, we're going to talk about beautiful things coming out of ugly places. So maybe maybe you're in a time of brokenness or you've experienced some things in life that are not going the way you feel they should go and it's leading to some sadness and um, just, just a brokenness of heart. Today we're going to look at a few passages and just talk about how God heals the broken heart and can restore your hope and your joy, knowing that God is good and that He gives His peace to those who seek Him. So I thank you again for joining us on Mission 2819. I'm Greg Vanetta. Thank you for listening. Well, welcome back to the show. I appreciate everybody coming back and listening on Mission 2819. It is a joy to uh, to continue to see uh, the listeners going up. Um, every time there's a new episode out, it uh, it's very, very encouraging. And I know this is a fairly new podcast, and it's very raw. And um, yeah, I don't have all the great processing gear for audio and stuff like that, so... Uh, this is as raw as it probably can get, and so I appreciate everybody listening, and uh, I really appreciate your prayers too for this, and and hopefully, hopefully this content is giving you something where you can go out as well and help other individuals who are struggling, um, who are broken, or those that are rejoicing and have joy and hope in their walk of faith with Jesus. So I hope you all find this very encouraging and. Uh, I hope that it it brings up some discussion and some questions that you can ask other people as well, and um, that it all points to Jesus Christ, right? That's what this is all about, is um, is about always looking up, always looking to Jesus, because this podcast is not about me, it's not about Mission 2019, it's not about anything else but Jesus Christ being at the center of it, and it um, it always needs to be that way, because if it's not about Jesus, then then it's not about anything, right? So, but um, yeah, on today's episode, we're going to talk about broken or beautiful things coming out of ugly places. And I'm going to start off by uh, just reading some scripture here real quick. Um, there's a few passages that I want to um, go over before we start diving too deep into this. So we'll start out with Psalm seventy three twenty six, and these are all going to be out of the NASB uh, nineteen seventy seven edition. So Psalm seventy three twenty six says, "My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever." Extreme. This is extremely comforting um, in times of pain and suffering, and um, and brokenness. And Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. There is a time that, you know, we, we have to be poor in spirit. It's part of the, the Beatitudes. Um, in that it says that we're blessed. Uh, the poor in spirit are blessed. And being able to come to God, um, poor in spirit are crushed in spirit, as Psalm 34, 18 says, um, allows us to pour our heart out to God 
saying, Lord, we can't do this without you. We need you. I can't do this life in my own strength. I have to be with you. I have to have you. So again, this is another very comforting and uh, very encouraging verse. And, and if you're poor in spirit today, I highly encourage you to go to this verse and you know, actually read the whole chapter of Psalm 34. But when you get to Psalm 18, stop and meditate on this and, and ask God, um, ask him, allow your Holy Spirit to give me wisdom and understanding about this. What does this mean? And what are you trying to tell me through this? So Psalm 34, 18 again says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. I don't know if you find that encouraging, but I sure do. And, and maybe you're driving to work today, or maybe you're already at, at work, and um, or just sitting at home listening listening in on Mission 2819, and, and you have a broken heart um, because of a situation or a scenario that happened in this past week. Or there's something coming up that um, that you have to plan for, and you're you're poor in spirit and brokenhearted. But listen, this is very clear in Psalm 147:3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up all their wounds. Well, by being poor in spirit, we give those wounds to God. We say, God, we 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 can't handle this. This hurts. This is. This is painful. May we seek your joy and your peace and your comfort and your grace and mercy. And then we have the promise of Psalm 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Let that really sink in deep. It, uh, I don't, that is, that is really, really a comforting verse. And I've had to I've had to go to that verse quite often, and actually, I'm going through a, a scenario in life right now, or a situation um, with the loss of a loved one, and it's sad, and there's a lot of questions, but I know that God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, so I know God's going to heal my heart and bind up my wounds if I submit and surrender those feelings and those emotions to him because if I hold on to him then I'm trying to be in control and ultimately that makes me the point of playing the victim and that ain't right if we're going to heal we need to hand over these wounds that are deep in our heart and this may be from anything like I'm experiencing with a with the death of a family member or even a childhood pain or something that may have just happened, um, we have to surrender. And as hard as it is to give up control and to surrender, it is necessary to do that. Otherwise, we're we're not doing ourselves any favor. It's not deepening or growing our relationship with Jesus. So the key to it is to surrender and to submit, handing over those wounds, those pains, that we've gone through in life and we will be healed because Psalm 147.3 says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. 
And I want to support this with Isaiah 57, 18 and 19. I have seen his ways, but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore comfort to him and to his mourners, creating the praise of the lips. Peace, peace to him who is far away and to him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. So I think now through through a lot of these verses, you're, you're able to see how God's going to restore and heal us when we're in a time of pain and suffering, um, whether it's something that somebody did to us or that we did to somebody else. Uh, there's always going to be healing if there's surrender and submission. There's no healing when there is not surrender or submission. So that that's something that we have to be conscious of, and we have to take that very seriously. As hard as it may be, you know, the, the truth hurts sometimes, but speaking truth that can heal is so important because I, that puts God in control. And it, it takes us out of that portion of control by surrendering and submitting. Well, then that puts Jesus at the center of everything. So the truth that is spoken that can heal is a good thing. Otherwise, if we just hold all this in, all it's going to do is sit there and fester deep inside and uh, really the heart's just going to rot away and it's going to harden. And that's, you know, you look back at uh, some of these emperors and even the pharaohs, um, you know, how much pain did they have in life and how much did they hold in and not give over to the Lord? Well, some of them didn't know the Lord, so how would they do that anyway? But the principle of holding these pains these sufferings in ultimately leads to not just physical death, but spiritual death as well. So it is important to, um, to be able to surrender and submit our pains to God. And that ultimately leads us into repentance, uh, with one another and a repentance with God and, and in reconciliation with God, you know, redeveloping our relationship and, and giving our heart back to him, turning away from our sin and saying, Lord, um, you're, you're the Lord of my life. You're first. I, I messed up. I repent. Help me to change. Help me to have the character change. Help me to have the heart transformation that would be acceptable to you, that I would worship you and serve you the rest of the days of my life here on earth. And... Um, and be able to display your character and reputation to a lost and dying world. So I hope you find these verses encouraging, especially if you're going through a time of hardship right now with uh, any type of pain, whether it's physical pain, emotional, or spiritual pain. I just want you to really know that Jesus truly loves you. And as hard as it is, as painful as it might be, you are unconditionally loved, and God's grace is there for you if you open your heart and ask him to extend his hand of grace to you and that you would repent and turn to him. It's there. And I know that's kind of bold and blunt, but um, surrendering and, and coming to God in submission with repentance, it, it is that bold and it is it's that straightforward. So um, that's one of the truths that hurt but can heal, right? So I want you to see that. And 
I've had to have this conversation with a lot of family members um, this week as this family's been broken uh, for a long time. And throughout the week, as I've been spending time up at the hospital and with family, I realized how much I held on to the secondary issues that were actually going on. And I caused more pain in my own heart than, than anybody else. And, you know, I almost feel a little foolish of, of that because that wasn't right. I didn't submit that over to God. I didn't surrender it. So I became a weapon formed against myself um, with some of these pains that I've been trying to heal from. And now that I've spent some more time after years of really just not seeing this part of my family, um, wow, I, I tell you what, I, I seen something so beautiful that came out of, you know, from what I thought with my perspective was a very ugly place. But what I seen through this was regardless of anybody's beliefs, or opinions or perspectives about life, when I looked at every individual, I seen the creation of God. I seen a creation so beautiful that I, it put my heart into surrender because every human being that we look at, no matter who it is, no matter where they're from, God created them. He created them so beautifully that we can spend this life on earth with them and we need to value and cherish that. And sure, we may get mad at each other once in a while. And we may have a difference of opinion. We may not agree with each other all the time. But we still need to value that individual, that person, or people as a creation of God's. Because it is something beautiful. So no matter how ugly the situation is, when you look at another human being, you are seeing the artistry of God, just like looking at the sky or at the trees or at the earth, you, you see the creation account in all those things. But when we look at another person with a pure heart and pure mind, all of a sudden we see God's creation that was created in the likeness and image of him. And we can't help at that moment to say, Lord, take my heart to its knees and let the eyes of my heart look up to you in awe of who you are. Let the fear of the Lord enter into my heart in awe of who you are, Lord. And may I always surrender and submit myself to you every day that I may walk with you the rest of the days of my life and serve you faithfully. Because look at your goodness, look at your kindness, look at your grace and your mercy that you've poured out to this entire earth, to this entire universe, all of creation, even the heavens. God is really good. And we give him praise and thanks for that. But we have to be observant as well because God always puts those, those little um, golden nuggets there for us to see when we're dealing with hardship. But we have a responsibility to open our eyes and look uh, there's so many times that we don't, we can't get, we can't even get out of our own way. And we immediately want to go into a response 
of defense. And then we may say something or do something that we never thought that we would do. Well, in that case, and that, that does nobody any good, right? So if we start turning our eyes to look at everybody as a brother and a sister in the eternal kingdom, all of a sudden we start seeing something beautiful. And no matter how ugly the situation is, we can see the beauty in it. And we can find repentance, we can find forgiveness, we can find restoration and reconciliation with one another, and we can restore broken relationships. No matter how bad a relationship could ever be, it can always be restored. It can always be reconciled. It can always be forgiven with one another if we surrender and submit it to the Lord. It's at that point that we try to hold on to this stuff. We try to hold on to the pain and, and be the victim. We try to, to hold on to um, the feelings and the, the emotions. And that's just destructive. Uh, the longer that you hold on to that stuff, um, the more destructive it's going to become. So that's why it's always better to tell the truth, speak the truth that hurts but can heal rather than hold on to the pain and the suffering. Because that's just going to lead to to stress and anxiety, which could lead to, honestly, at the end of the, of the day, it could be as bad as leading to physical death, but it could also lead to spiritual death. And that's something that we have to help people work through. And we have to be praying for them, and we should be praying with each other. So I want to read one more verse to you. Um, it's Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. And this says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord anointed me to bring good news to the humble. He has set, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim release to captives, and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the cloak of praise instead of a disheartened spirit. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So no matter how hard the situation is or the brokenness is right now uh, that, that you may be going through in your heart, just kind of like me, um, we know that God's always going to be glorified, right? Uh, we know that we can always turn to him, and it's always going to be a song of praise from our heart that uh, God is leading us through this and that he's going to heal us and that we can take a stand on the solid rock of Christ uh, that glorifies Jesus. Now, in today's time, there's so much brokenness going on. Um, families, uh, friendships, churches, um, employee relationships, employers. Uh, there's just so much darkness and sadness and brokenness in this world that we have to turn to Jesus. And we should be turning to Jesus anyway. But we need to kind of refocus what are our priorities. Um, it seems that, you know, people that are 
dealing with some struggles or some brokenness in their heart, uh, just like me, you know, in the past, I, I always found a way to cope and was it, uh, the right way? No, it wasn't. Um, but Jesus redeemed me and set me free from a lot of those things. And actually all of them, to be honest with you. Um, and he can set you free as well, but the key is not to return to those things. It doesn't mean that we're going to be out, be without sin for the rest of our lives. Cause that's, that's impossible. Uh, sin comes down to the very thought and, um, we'll never be without a bad or negative thought. And, you know, another question is when was the last time that you repented and asked somebody to forgive you of a thought that you had about them that they don't know about? I'm sure they'll raise an eyebrow and say, what do you mean? Um, and you go to them and say, please forgive me. I've repented of this. Um, I had a very negative thought about you because I didn't agree with what you said, but I'm sorry. Uh, because that thought is just as sinful as an actual action. And I'm sorry. I guarantee you that that relationship will go deeper than you ever thought by doing that. So some other things to get over um, pain and suffering, you know, we have to completely rely on the Lord for this. But some other other things that we can do is uh, it's important to take some time to grieve. Uh, a lot of the times we try to get so busy that we don't take that time to grieve and mourn. But when we do, we know the Lord shows up because we surrender and we submit to him. And, you know, as far as coping goes, um, find a new sort. We need to find a new source of joy. Well, the world will tell you to go, go take a vacation or, or go do something over here. Go do something over there. Go to a sports game. Uh, you know, go buy something that you like, go out for a nice meal. No, 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 no. Don't get stuck in that trap. The new source of joy after pain and suffering is Jesus Christ. And you find that source of joy in his word. Um, if you're, if you're sad and, and going through brokenness right now, if you open up your Bible and start reading, I know that the Holy Spirit will speak into your heart and you will have a new peace and a new joy. And it will, it will encourage you. Absolutely. Will it encourage you? And I can guarantee that. And if you don't have that peace and joy right away, just don't stop at one verse. And I might be getting a little bold here, but, um, I'm just speaking on experience right now because I've done that where I'm sad or brokenhearted and, I'll read a few passages or a few verses and I'm still sad. I'm still brokenhearted. And the last few times I kept reading and reading and reading and calling on the, on the name of the Lord saying, Lord, I surrender to you. Please restore my heart to peace and joy. And, uh, I need you. I need you. Please, please. And may this glorify you. You know, it, it took five to 10 chapters but I tell you what, I was restored. That hope, that joy, that peace was restored. So spend as much time with the Lord as you need. And you should be spending time with the Lord every single day. But in these specific times, keep reading his word until you have that restored peace, joy, and hope. And it may take some time, but that is okay. 
It is okay. It's time well spent. And it's a time to cherish. Um, it's a time to value uh, that, that process, um, that transformation of the heart. And it's something that we, we can't take lightly. Um, spending time in the Word, we can't take that lightly. We have to, we have to cherish and value that. So if you're going through a hard time right now um, and feeling brokenhearted and just down, I just want you to know that the Lord loves you and it's going to be okay. But just submit to him and turn your eyes to him, both your physical eyes and the eyes of your heart, and trust in him because he will be there for you. So I just want to pray for everybody um, today that is experiencing some sort of pain, whether it's emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever it may be, some broken heartedness, um, some pain and suffering and trials uh, in life that you never thought would have ever happened. And I just want to express my unconditional love to all of you too. And just my appreciation for all of you and how you love the Lord and how you're sharing uh, the good news of the gospel of Jesus with other people. So let me pray for you all and um, continue spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you praise and we give you thanks for everybody listening and all those that don't listen or are not listening today and... um, and the years to come with this podcast, I just ask that you bless everybody today with the riches of your glory, with grace, with mercy, with joy and hope. Restore them, restore their hearts back to peace, back to joy. You know everything that's going on in every heart of every person that walks the face of the earth. And I just ask your protection over them. And I ask that your Holy Spirit would give them guidance and direction and wisdom and strength to always look to you, Jesus, no matter how bad the situation is, but that your truth would always reveal itself and that it would restore the broken heart and that the stone wall that surrounds the heart would be broken and that the heart would be made a heart of flesh again, that the door would open and you would walk in. I thank you for everybody here. May you always show them your unconditional love and grace. Be with them, bless them, and continue to grow them in their relationship with you. We thank you. We give you praise. And may you always be glorified, Jesus, in everything, in this podcast, in everybody's lives that are listening to this, and everybody that is in this world. May we mourn with those who mourn, and may we rejoice with those who rejoice, always displaying the character and virtue of you, Jesus, and always giving a true testimony to your reputation that you are the living Son of God that was raised from the dead, that was crucified, but it was the power of God the Father that raised you, Jesus. We believe in your crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension, and we know that by serving you, there's power and authority in your name. 
I just ask healing over everyone listening that is broken today. And may you make yourself real to them. Draw near to them. Draw their heart close to you. We give you praise and we give you thanks, Jesus. In your name, amen. Thank you again for listening on Mission 2819. I really appreciate all of you, and I know today's episode is pretty heavy. Um, But if you are going through some pain and suffering, please reach out to another brother or sister in Christ within the church body that you can talk to and have a conversation with. Pray with them. Let them pray for you. And uh, I know that hope and joy will be restored. I believe that. And uh, keep, keep on reading the word of God. Keep pressing forward in your walk of faith. I unconditionally love all of you. I'm Craig Panetta.